the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Blue Darter Sports Central with your host, Roger Franklin Williams. Stay tuned for the latest updates on Blue Darter Sports, along with interviews with student-athletes, coaches, and more. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Now, here's Roger. Welcome to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. Friends, it's great to be with you on a wonderful, hot Friday afternoon as we kick off Memorial Day weekend 2021. And of course, this is the weekend where we honor and pay tribute to those who gave everything, who gave their lives to protect our freedom and our security. On Blue Daughter Sports Central, we will have a special program tonight acknowledging Memorial Day with a special guest in the second half of our show. Um, we'll tell you about a little bit more about him in just a moment. Our first guest, and we're going to go to our first guest in just a, a moment as well, is Devin Barnes. Devin Barnes is a graduating senior at Apopka High School. He was a Blue Darter football player in the program for all four years at Apopka, and he will be going on to play football on scholarship at Catawba College in North Carolina. He's just completed a successful high school career, both academically and athletically, by with his graduation earlier this week. We look forward to speaking with Devin Barnes in just a moment. In the second half of our show, we'll speak with Lehman Hall. Of course, Lehman Hall is an Army West Point Hall of Fame member, inducted in the elected in 2020. He's also a former Apopka Blue Darter standout football, basketball, baseball player, all-state quarterback. And, who, of course, he left West Point with 33 passing records. But primarily, we'll speak with Lehman about his service after his playing career, his service as an Army officer at a very turbulent time in American history, the late 70s and the early 80s. Before we go to our first guest, a Popka Blue Darter defensive end, and graduating senior Devin Barnes. Of course, I want to let you know that Blue Darter Sports Central is presented by some outstanding sponsors. They are Great Florida Insurance, Apopka, Apopka's trusted insurance agent, by Community Health Centers of Central Florida, Dr. Patrick St. Germain, the great people at St. Germain Chiropractic, and BurnFatOrlando.com, and Florida Door Solutions. Do you have garage door problems? Florida Door Solutions has your solution. Now, let's go to our first guest tonight on Blue Darter Sports Central, a Popka Blue Darter standout defensive end and recent uh, 2021 graduate of a Popka High School, Devin Barnes. Hello, Devin. Thank you for joining us. No problem. Thank you for having me. And first of all, congratulations on your successful completion of your high school career with your graduation earlier this week. Thank you. Thank you. It was great just going to a popular, just being in that tradition. And it was good to just graduate. And now I'm going to Catawba, and I'm ready to do great things. 
now, have you had a chance to reflect at all on your high school experience, both on the football field and academically? Um, you had a chance to reflect a little bit on you know, the successes that you had, both playing sports and in the classroom? Yes, sir. At first, you know, in the classroom, I wasn't that good my freshman year because I just wanted to, like, goof off, you know, just come into high school. But then, like, I started getting right, and I was like, I got to do my grades and stuff and get, like, my grades up so I can go to college and have the opportunities I have now. So that's what I'm doing in the academic side. And then the sports side, I came out as first as a freshman, and I didn't make it to varsity. And then my junior year, I came out and I played, and I played some of the year, but then my senior year was really my standout year, and that brought all the attention towards me. And, and that's I'd like to pick it up there because, you know, so often people who ultimately have success in sports specifically, you know, in life in general as well, but sports is, doesn't, don't start out by hitting it out the park, if you will. Don't start out uh, being tremendously successful. And can, yes, can you talk about that process for you and what drove you to continue to be persistent and, and to have the perseverance it took to continue to improve um, and get to where you became a standout on the football field? Um, well, first and foremost, God God really helped me through everything. I was just praying, praying with my family, praying that he would help me like with my challenges and stuff. And really my brother, seeing him do all the stuff that he was doing, which was amazing, and I was like, I want to be like that. So I just came on like I was like let's go and I do want to mention that that you have an outstanding family of of achievers both on on the athletic field at Apopka High School and also off the field Uh, and that of course your father Curtis Barnes joined us a few weeks ago and he's been a career law enforcement officer and uh, was was an outstanding athlete in multiple sports at Apopka including football and track and then, of course, your brother, William, uh, had an excellent career as a blue darter, as an offensive lineman, and now he's at the University of North Carolina as well. And, and can you talk about, you know, the influence? Because so often, if, if not every single time in life, you know, it, we benefit from having other people, you know, either as role models that we can we can watch them, we can emulate them, learn from by watching them, or who even have a little have some hands on encouragement. And can you talk about what it was like to have a, a father, a strong father figure like your father, uh, Officer Curtis Barnes, and 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 to have a, a, an older brother who who you were able to watch actually have success? Yes, sir. They were both big influences in my life and how I play and stuff. And, like, my father, he played outside linebacker, so I kind of went that route with defensive end. And then my brother, with all the success that he was getting, I was like, okay, let me start being like him and, like, doing the stuff that he's doing and, like, try to be great. And then just everything that they was doing for me since I was a little boy, like like my brother, when he would go to uh, workouts, I will go to workouts with him. And then just everything that they was doing to help me to be where I am right now is just amazing. Friends, you're listening to Blue Darter Sports Central. We're glad you're joining us. Right now, we're speaking with Apopka High School graduating senior, Devin Barnes. He was in, had an outstanding season this fall on the football field, and he will be attending Catawba College in North Carolina on a scholarship to play football. And uh, we're speaking about his career and his um, and also his goals as he looks towards the future. 
Later we'll hear, we'll speak with another outstanding former Blue Darter on our alumni segment, Lehman Hall, Army West Point Hall of Fame member, of course, an all-state quarterback for the Blue Darters back in the day. Um, Now, Devin, can you talk about now looking ahead? And I suspect that you've had a chance to to look ahead, think about next year, think about the, the big step in you know you know leaving high school, leaving the successes you've had behind um, friends, everything, and and starting essentially all over again at the college level. Can you talk a little bit about um, you know what your maybe your expectations and your goals are uh, for your first year of college at Catawba College? Yes, sir. I'm just very excited to go, and I expect to be one of the best defensive players on the field at all times. That's my expectations for myself, and I know. My parents and everybody around me has an expectation for me, so I have to uphold that and just come out every play and just play hard and just give it all. And you you mentioned um, you know the success you had this this recent season as a defensive end for the Blue Darters on on a defense that was just absolutely outstanding. And I had the benefit of watching you and seeing you play. I know that you know from 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 my afar in the press books you appeared to be one of the bigger players on the Apopka team. Can you just, for the benefit of our audience, who, of course, uh, many of who haven't, haven't seen you play, can, can you tell us about your size, you know, your height, your weight, um, and, you know, and, and how that, you think, uh, you affects your opportunity for success in college? Uh, yes, sir. I'm, two, I'm 6'2", 225, and that just really helps me on the field because taller guys, I'm going against the biggest guys on the field, so I have to be the tallest guy on the field, and I have to be the strongest. So just coming out there and just going against them, and it makes me better. And then I just I just use my size for my advantage and go out and beat them. And and I would like to ask you about the past season football wise. As I said before, uh, certainly the last two seasons under uh, Coach Rolson as the head coach, who I mean is is an acknowledged. Uh, <laughs> Defensive genius, especially stopping the run. Uh, Popka's had you know some of the best defenses I've ever seen at the high school level, if not the best. And you were a big part of that this most recent season. What were some of the factors you think that uh, you know allowed you guys as a unit to just to be so successful, shutting so many teams down? Um, our just. Our tenacity, we were always all around the ball. We were always coming full force, and people aren't really used to that. And then, But we do it all the time in practice because we do, we do hard stuff from the beginning to the end. So, And Coach never lets up on us, and that's why I love him because he, like, he doesn't like try to sugarcoat anything for us. He just tells us how he feels, and he's like, this is what we have to do to win. And then that's great for us. And now we're down to about our last minute or so, and I really appreciate you joining me. Um, but I would I would like to ask you, um, you know, as as you look ahead, you as you as you reflect a little bit back, and you mentioned, you know, you didn't start out as a star on the football team. You even you know didn't start out as a star in in the classroom your freshman year. Can you talk? What advice would you give to say kids that are going to be uh, entering high school um, as a freshman uh, next year, even specifically at a pop or anywhere else? You know, as they uh, embark both uh, to academically and on, on and you know on the athletic field. Um, just start off giving your best early. Don't just wait and like be like, "Oh, I have time." Don't ever say that because that'll mess you up in the long run. 
So just start right then. Start trying to be great right then and start going and working out. If you if you feel like you have the chance to do that, then work out. And if in the classroom, use all the opportunities you have, ask your teachers for everything, and they'll give it to you because they want you to succeed. That's wonderful. That's, that's a great attitude to have, and I would, that's a great attitude for anybody of any age and as they embark upon any endeavor. And we thank you for joining us tonight. Devin Barnes will continue to follow your progress closely. And uh, once again, congratulations on, a, on a, completing a successful high school career, both in the classroom and on the football field. Yes, sir. Thank you. Friends, Devin Barnes, Popka Blue Daughter graduating senior defensive end. Well, we're going to go to that first break. Please stay with us. We'll be right back on Blue Daughter Sports Central. It's Blue Daughter Sports Central. One Florida Bank is proud to support Apopka Blue Darter football. As a community-minded bank, we know that local relationships matter. That's why One Florida Bank is firmly rooted in Central Florida and right here at Apopka. We believe a locally owned and managed bank better serves local needs with personal banking, local decisions, and better service. Because we work together, our goals are one. Member FDIC. From the entire One Florida Bank Apopka branch, go Blue Darters. It's the perfect season for a powerful business upgrade with Dell Technology summer sale event. Save up to 45% on secure PCs built for business with Windows 10 Pro. Rise to the challenge with modern devices. Call 877-ASK-DELL for Dell Technologies Advisor. That's 877-ASK-DELL. Hey, honey, we're having trouble with the garage door. It's noisy, it skips. Didn't even work when I got home the other day. But who do you call? Maybe we ask our friends on social media. Hey, good idea. Hey, that didn't take long. This one says, great job, Florida Door Solutions. Here's another one. Quick service, Florida Door Solutions. Reasonably priced. There's more. The tech was very nice. Wore mask, Florida Door Solutions. They fixed our roll-up door at our office. Florida Door Solutions came out right away. I guess we found our solution. Florida Florida Door Door Solutions. Solutions. Florida Door Solutions. And celebrating 20 years serving Central Florida with the professional products, service, and installation they've become known for. From commercial and residential to gate operators, they have the reputation for doing the job right the first time. They design, install, refresh, renew, update, and repair garage doors and entry systems on existing and new construction. And they carry the best name brands from LiftMaster, Overhead Door, Haas, Clope, Raynor, and more. Call Florida Door Solutions 866-FLA-DOOR or take the tour online at FLADOOR.com. Florida Door Solutions, serving Central Florida for 20 years. Dr. Patrick St. Germain, D.C. with BurnFatOrlando.com here to remind you that you can lose up to 30 to 40 pounds in 40 days, even from the comfort of your home. It's simple. Call me now and save up to 60% when you schedule an in-office appointment or an on-the-phone consultation. Call me at 855-889-8446. That's 855-889-8446 or at BurnFatOrlando.com. Save money and lose pounds today. Call now at 855-889-8446. Take the answer with you wherever you go. TheAnswerOrlando.com. Tune in, iHeart, and Radio.com. Breaking news, conservative talk. AM 950, FM 94.9. The Answer. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Now, here's Roger. Friends, welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central. It's great to be with you on a wonderful Friday evening. I mean, aren't all Friday evenings pretty wonderful? But I'm glad that you've chosen to share part of yours with us right here on the new AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer, and specifically on our program right now, 
Blue Darter Sports Central, the program that highlights the Apopka High School Athletic Department, and with in-depth interviews with coaches, high school ball players, and a distinguished Apopka Blue Darter alumni. And in addition to those in-depth interviews, a big part of the mission of our program is to share insightful stories, uh, positive stories of success of the people that we, we talk about. And it was great to have Devin Barnes join us most recently. Of course, Devin's you know, those of you who listen to our football broadcast during the fall know all about him. He had an outstanding season as a starting defensive end on one of the outstanding defenses, if not the outstanding high school defense in Florida this past season. And he'll go on uh, to, as he talked about, um, looking forward to going on to Catawba College to continue his education and his football career uh, on scholarship. Later in our program, we'll hear from another outstanding former Blue Darter, this one a former Blue Darter, Lehman Hall, of course well-known, still well-known, for his career at Apopka as an all-state quarterback, led Apopka to one of the best seasons they'd ever had at the time, his junior year, had two winning seasons his junior and senior year, and went on to set, break, set, break and set 33 passing records, passing and total offense records during his career at Army West Point, and most recently has been elected to the 2020 Army West Point Hall of Fame, and then also, but we're going to speak to Lehman the, uh, primarily about his experience after football when he entered the United States Army as, a, as an Army officer, um, you know, as part of his commitment uh, after attending West Point. We'll speak to him about his West Point experience, the process of becoming a soldier, the process of becoming an officer, and his duties and his experiences while serving um, in the United States Army. Before we, of course, go on, we were joined by Lehman Hall a little bit later. I want to let you know, well, first of all, I also want to give a shout out to our, our sponsors once again. And, of course, they are Great Ford Insurance Apopka, Apopka's trusted insurance agent. Of course, uh, Steve Insulin often is here as our co-host. Steve's not here tonight, but we want to give a shout out to him and look forward to having him back again soon, most likely next next Friday. Community Health Centers of Central Florida, founded in Apopka in 1972, Community Health Centers since that time has been serving the people of Central Florida with affordable, quality health care. Now they have 15 locations throughout Central Florida. Dr. Patrick St. Germain and the great people at St. Germain Chiropractic and BurnFatOrlando.com and Florida Door Solutions. Florida Door Solutions supports this program and all the programs you hear right here on the new AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer, and our messages of patriotism and support for our free enterprise system. And I, I do want to just share a little bit about with you some a couple of programs coming up over the weekend that, that I'm uh, involved in, if you will, uh, that have strong patriotic, strong Memorial Day tribute themes. Tomorrow morning at 10 and Sunday morning at 10, if all goes well, the Roger Franklin Williams Show will feature an interview we recorded last year with Jim Sersley. Jim Sersley is a triple amputee combat veteran from Vietnam. He's also the former president 
of the Disabled Veterans of America. And in 1993, he was the Disabled Veteran of the Year. We'll have an in-depth conversation with Jim Sersley. We'll talk about his experience, how he came to to enter the United States Army during Vietnam, not only during Vietnam, but literally as the war was escalating uh, ma- rapidly and massively in 1966. We'll talk about his combat experience. We'll talk about the severe wounds he suffered as a result of uh, stepping on a mine, which severed both legs and his left arm. And we'll talk about his road to recovery, both physical recovery, psychological recovery, and try his 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 transition from army combat soldier from severely disabled army combat soldier to the civilian world those programs will be on tomorrow 10 a.m and sunday 10 a.m i do want to let you know that um and for those who know jim and uh he is you know um you know, in the hospital right now we're keeping him in our prayers and uh but uh this interview just uh, if, if that catches your eye, the interview the reason I mentioned that is because we um, yeah, th- this interview was recorded uh, actually last year about this time, but it was uh, they're so insightful and so powerful. I wanted to share it with you again this year with our listeners again this year. Then Saturday evening on Talking Old School, I'm pleased to let you know that our guest will be four-time Super Bowl champion, Pittsburgh Steelers running back. And decorated U.S. Army combat veteran Rocky Blyer. Rocky Plyer will be back with us Saturday night, 8 a.m. on Talking Old School with Roger Franklin Williams. And there are just a couple things about that interview, that uh, that conversation with Rocky Blyer that I do want to share right now because I think they're relevant, they're similar to some of the things that Devin Barnes brought out in the conversation with him about just um, persevering and not being successful at some point, maybe early in, in any endeavor we try, but uh, continuing to strive to get better, continuing to strive to overcome obstacles. And that's the core of the story of Rocky Blyer. And some of the highlights I'd like to share with you right now, because these are things that I think that we can all incorporate into our lives uh, that can help us, help us navigate the challenges, the, the difficulties, the, uh, the opportunities that we have um, in our daily lives. And I'll just share a few of the highlights with the, the Rocky Blyer conversation um, with you right now. And once again, if you want to hear it uh, directly, it'll be on tomorrow on uh, Saturday night right here on the new AM 950 and FM 94.9. The answer from 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. on Talking Old School with Roger Franklin Williams. You know, I think most people uh, know, football fans, are aware that Rocky Blyer was a starting running back um, and earned four Super Bowl rings with the Pittsburgh Steelers. He actually ended his career as the number four all-time rusher for the Steelers, which is pretty uh, interesting because, you know, his primary duty was to block for Franco Harris. Um, and, if, oh, by the way, Franco Harris ended his career as the all-time leading rusher in the NFL, which you know, certainly speaks to Rocky Byers' ability as a blocker. But, um, you know, I think that's pretty much the, the start and end of it a lot, when a lot of people think about Rocky Blyer. However, others know that he actually got drafted into the United States Army his rookie year, 1968, uh, his rookie year with the Steelers. Of course, it's certainly in recent years, recent decades, it's quite rare 
for a professional athlete to be drafted, not only, in, first of all, to be drafted into the military, but then specifically to, to be drafted and wind up literally in combat in a war. Well, that happened to Rocky Blyer. So one year, 1968, he's playing football for the Pittsburgh Steelers. The next year, 1969, he's in, in literal combat in Vietnam, in the United States Army. As during that service uh, on the front lines, if you will, which in his case was in the rice paddies and the jungles, he suffered severe uh, injuries uh, to his legs, both legs, left and right leg. Um, got shot with a, by a sniper and then also uh, got hit with shrapnel from a, from a hand grenade. Um, during his recovery process, he was told by his doctor that um, the, good, you know, the good news is you're going to recover, you're going to be fine, you're going to live a normal life, you're going to keep both legs, unlike, unlike Jim Sersley and, and many others. Um, however, you're, no, football, no more football for you. you know, you're not going to be able to recover to the point where you're ever going to play football again. Um, you know, and at that, that point, obviously devastated and crushed, he talks about. He also talks about some other people in his life, and um, and I'll kind of save that for you and for you here the show that that came along and and provided inspiration for him, you know, inspiration to keep going, inspiration not to quit, not to give up. So, and one of those was Pittsburgh Steelers owner Art Rooney. He also talked about, and this is the part that, um, and of course, you know, this is all documented in the movie, in the book, uh, the Rocky Blyer story, Fighting Back. And in the movie of the same name, um, got got back, came back, attempted to get back with the Steelers. You know, they cut him. You know, quite a bit of slack, if you will. Uh, put him on the uh, the roster as you know, put him on injured reserve his first year back. Um, you know, while he continued to try to train and get better and overcome the injuries. Second year, he was on the taxi squad. You know, which is you know you're 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 not cut, but you're not on the official roster either. You don't play in the game. You don't suit up for the games, but you do get to still hang around and, and practice with the team. You know, which is huge, much better than being cut. Um, so essentially, for two years, they cut him a lot of slack and kind of kept him around, if you will. Then the, you know they said the third year, hey, you're going to have to make the team. You know, this year, which he did. And um, but he made it, you know, basically as the 40th man on the roster, you know, played special teams um, over the course of two years in that particular role, uh, carried the ball one time um, at that point, And this is 1973. Of course, as football buffs know, the Steelers won the Super Bowl in 1974 for the for the first time. And in 1973, um, and, you know, as he entered uh, between 1973 and 74 in the offseason, he had. Um, decided he was going to give it up. You know, it, it, you know they're drafting you know, bigger, faster, stronger players. They've, they're signing free agents that he felt were if, better than him, frankly. He just couldn't see the, the light. He couldn't see the light of day to, to break into the starting lineup, to, you know, to, to, to really to be a, you know, a starter with the Steelers. So he was going to, I guess, quit while he was head in his mind. Hey, we made it. We played two seasons after being severely wounded. Doctors told me never would do that. Time for me to um, to hang him up. So anyway, there was a, a powerful conversation he had with Andy Russell, his teammate Andy Russell, over the summer when Andy Russell got wind that he was not planning on coming back. And uh, yeah, we're going to hit the break here in just a moment, so I'll, I'll cut to the chase uh, on, on this um, and, and remind you the show is going to be on tomorrow night at 8 right here on um, 
the new AM 950 and FM 94.9, the answer on Talking Old School. But basically, Andy Russell told him, no, you're not going to quit. <laughs> I won't allow you to quit. You're going to show up for training camp. And you're going to work as hard as you've ever worked before. So anyway, and of course, uh, that was um, the 1974 season. He broke into the starting lineup and uh, you know started for six years, which included being a part of four Super Bowl uh, champion teams. But a, a phenomenal story of, 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 of perseverance, and you'll hear it all right here tomorrow night, 8 p.m. on Talking Old School. Well, friends, we're going to take that next break. When we come back, we'll speak with Army West Point Hall of Famer Lehman Hall. Please stay with us. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Authorities say 11 employees with a Texas Sheriff's Office have been fired and six others have been suspended following the February death of a county jail inmate who had been hit multiple times in the head by detention officers. Harris County Sheriff Ed Gonzalez said Friday medical examiners had ruled Jockery Simmons' death a homicide from injuries to his head. A three-month internal affairs investigation concluded Simmons had two fights with detention officers on February 16th. He was evaluated at a jail clinic and taken back to his cell where he was found unresponsive on February 17th. The detention officers who were fired or suspended were found to have violated various policies, including using excessive force. On Wall Street, the Dow up by 64 points. More details at srnnews.com. Since 1972, Community Health Centers has been providing quality and affordable health care for our community, offering pediatrics, family medicine, OBGYN, dental, and pharmacy. Community Health Centers, 15 Central Florida locations, are here to be the medical and dental home for you and your entire family. For your convenience, Community Health Centers even offer Saturday and evening hours. Community Health Centers accepts Medicaid, Medicare, private insurances, and offers a sliding discount program based on family size and income. Visit them right now at chcfl.org for more information. That's chcfl.org. Are you looking for a funeral home you can trust? Do you want to deal with people who share your values? If you are, then visit AmericanFamilyFunerals.com and chat live now. AmericanFamilyFunerals.com, locally owned and operated by the Treba family. Hi, Steve Lash at Blue Book Service Center. Is your check engine light on? Get our computer diagnostic for only $25. Other places charge $100 or more. Not Blue Book Service Center. We're saving you money. Make your appointment now at bluebookcars.com or call 407-321-0741. A child's body temperature rises three to five times faster than an adult's, and leaving a child in a hot vehicle can lead to their death very quickly. Tragically, in 2020, 24 children died of pediatric vehicular heat stroke. Many of these incidents occurred when parents or caregivers simply forgot the child was in the car. Please set yourself reminders on your cell phone or place something you'll need in the back seat so that you don't forget your child. Always look for your baby before you lock. Brought to you by NHTSA. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company presents... Doug. And we're back with Limu, Emu, and Doug for the final question. Category is things you climb. All right, Limu, what do you think? You sure? We're going with Liberty Mutual customizes your car insurance so you only pay for what you need. Oh, so close. We were looking for stairs. Huh. Only pay for what you need. Liberty, 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 Liberty. 
Listen to this station for the Bible Answers program brought to you by the Dawn Bible Students Association. Questions designed to promote a better understanding of the scriptures of life, peace, and happiness. That's the Bible Answers program. All new Sunday morning right here on AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer. Take The Answer with you wherever you go. TheAnswerOrlando.com. Tune in, iHeart, and Radio.com. Breaking news, conservative talk. AM 950, FM 94.9, The Answer. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Now, here's Roger. Friends, welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin-Williams. It's great to be with you on this start of Memorial Day weekend, Memorial Weekend 2021. Of course, it's the weekend where we honor those who gave everything, those who gave their lives, those who died fighting for and defending our freedom and our security. Our tonight's show will commemorate those and pay tribute to those in, in our special Memorial Day theme on Blue Daughter Sports Central. Before we go to our next guest, of course, I want to remind you and give a shout out to our sponsors who make our program possible. And they are Great Ford Insurance Apopka, Apopka's trusted insurance agent, Community Health Centers of Central Florida, founded in 1972. Community Health Centers of Central Florida have been serving the people of Central Florida with affordable, quality health care for over 40 years. Dr. Patrick St. Germain and the great people at St. Germain Chiropractic and BurnFatOrlando.com. And, of course, Florida Door Solutions. Our next guest is a member of the Army West Point 2020 Athletic Hall of Fame of the United States Military Academy. During his football career at Army, from 1974 to 1977, he literally rewrote the record books for single game, single season, and career passing and total offense. He left Army as the holder of 33 passing and total offense records. He was a captain of the famed 1977 West Point team, where he led the Black Knights to the best season at Army during the decade of the 70s. In fact, the best Army football season between the years of 1972 and 1984, and that season, which included winning the Commander's Cup with a victory over Navy, and that season of 77 has been immortalized in the book Operation Black September by Mike Belter. Of course, he's also a former Apopka Blue Darter All-State quarterback, and in 1971, he led the Blue Darters to one of their best seasons ever, which included the 1971 Orange Belt Conference Championship. After his playing career, he served as an officer in the United States Army before entering private business. Uh, please welcome Lehman Hall, Hall of Famer. Hello, hey, Lehman. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Roger. It's a real pleasure to be with you tonight. And, uh, you know, as we enter into this Memorial Day weekend. Uh, thank you for having me as a guest. Yeah, appreciate you joining me on short notice, and I just thought you'd be a perfect guest for the the theme we have tonight on tonight's program. And, and, and you know, Lehman, when we've spoken before several times, actually back in the fall, you know, commemorating your election to the Army West Point Hall of Fame in 2020, we primarily spoke about your 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 career on the football field, both at Apopka and especially at at Army. Um, now I'd kind of like, we can talk about some of that as well tonight too, but I'd like to talk to you more about your actual service uh, as an officer in the United States Army. And um, 
first of all, I'd like to just kind of start kind of back in your high school days and and just at, talk to you about and ask you about the process of going from you know, all-state high school quarterback, you know, outstanding multi-sport athlete in high school, um, yeah, I would say relatively carefree teenager, to to make to making the transition and making the choice to become a soldier. Uh, can you just talk talk about that that process? Yeah, uh, thank you for that question, Roger. And I I just kind of had a smile on my face when you mentioned the word carefree. And I, I don't know I, if, I, I don't know if it was carefree or not, but I I just kind of came out. No, <laughs> no, no. It was it, it was definitely carefree. I mean, you know, uh, I. I always felt I was a fairly disciplined person. I, I, you know, loved the country. I loved the military. Didn't know much about it, except that my father had served in uh, the Navy during the Korean War. Um, but I think, uh, you know, when I had a colonel come to uh, to our high school and ask me if I wanted to play for Army, I said, sure, I, I'm you know, I'm up for playing for anybody that, you know, it gives me a chance to get an education and, and um, you know, be able to play. And at the time, I literally didn't know much about what Army was. I, you know, and there was a Sports Illustrated article that uh, featured some of that discussion, and, and I talked in those terms that uh, uh, during that time frame, I felt like uh, Army and Navy were just, you know, bunch of soldiers that got together and played a football game once a year. Didn't really have a good understanding of the culture and the, and the history. Uh, but, but once I, you know, got up to West Point, I certainly learned more, I mean, a deep understanding of the connection between West Point, uh, United States Army, and all of the great heroes that I learned about, you know, during history class. It just, it just didn't all connect with me at the time. But, um, you know, during, during my time in, in high school, I, I, was, I was carefree. I was happy-go-lucky. I wasn't, you know, the kind of guy who you would have thought would, would, wanted, would, would want to go into the military. Uh, but thankfully, you know, my, my athletic skills gave me the opportunity to go to West Point uh, and you know, it was just a real blessing. It, it was it, it was just things coming together, and um, it was very tough. Uh, it was it was a tough time. Uh, it was a very tough time at West Point. It was tough during that era of uh, Vietnam. But you know, we can talk about that a little bit more. But that's that's kind of where it all started. Yeah, and I would like to talk about that because I think, I think the time, the period was was very significant. It was a significant time in the country, and it was a significant time for the United States military, and specifically the United States Army. Uh, one more thing, though, before we go to that question, you know, I mean, I've only seen it from from afar, but but you know what I understand about West Point specifically, um, and even especially back in those days, was just how difficult. Just how grueling, how difficult it's supposed to be. Difficult. They want it to be difficult. Um, you know, can you talk about how, you know dealing with that? You know, first of all, you know, uh, experiencing you know how challenging it was, and and was there ever any time you had any doubt? Uh, and and when did you kind of decide, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick through this. I'm you know I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. Yeah, 
a great question, Roger. Let me first say that I had doubts every day because of the difficulty, you know, knowing that uh, there, there were, you know, my former classmates who were having fun at college and living, you know, a, a good carefree life. Uh, but I, there was something that just always drove me to be successful. And I always saw that uh, getting a college education uh, and, and having the opportunity to play so that it could fund my education was a huge goal of mine. So uh, taking the route to West Point, I mean, every day was hard. Every day. Uh, even, even as you get uh, older uh, and more experienced while you're at the academy, the difficulties become different. But, you know, from day one, when you get to West Point, the whole idea there is, uh, first of all, everybody who is, was in my, uh, you know, my class was either a captain on their, one of their sports teams. They were president of their class. They were uh, in some way uh, had accolades similar to what I had. So it, it wasn't like you were you know, special. And the people who you were reporting to uh, wanted to make sure that you knew you weren't special. And, and I think that's part of the military way is, is to, um, um, and I don't know what the right word would be, but to extract all of that specialness from you, tear you down. Uh, you know, of course, at the time, you know, I had hair that came down to my shoulders. So, you know, they cut your hair, they uh, make you wear um, the same uniform, and, and, and they, they really tear you down and gradually work to build you up so that over the course of four years at West Point, uh, there is indoctrination on duty, honor, country. Uh, there is indoctrination in uh, taking lawful orders and giving lawful orders and, and understanding why, you know, the, the, the principles of the Army and, and the services, by and large, are, you know, what made our country great and, and what helped win wars. And that's what the Army is all about, and that is winning wars and being prepared for war, praying that it never happens, but being prepared for it. And we're, I want to would like to pick it up right there when we come back from our break and the training that you received in the, the particularly unique time, the post-Vietnam era, when you entered the United States Army as a commissioned officer out of West Point. Friends, you're listening to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. We're glad you're joining us into our special program where we pay tribute, our Memorial Day weekend program where we pay tribute to those who died, who gave their lives defending our freedom, defending our security in the United, as, in the United States of America. Our program, of course, is sponsored by Great Ford Insurance Apopka, Apopka's trusted insurance agent, and by Community Health Centers of Central Florida. Founded in 1972, they've been serving Central Florida with affordable quality health care for over 40 years. Community Health Centers of Central Florida. Friends, we'll be right back with Army Hall of Famer Lehman Hall. Please stay with us. It's Blue Darter Sports Central.
It's the perfect season for a powerful business upgrade with the Dell Technologies Summer Sale Event. Save up to 45% on secure PCs built for business with Windows 10 Pro. Rise to the challenge with modern devices. Call 877-ASK-DELL for Dell Technologies Advisor. That's 877-ASK-DELL. Hey, honey, we're having trouble with the garage door. It's noisy, it skips. Didn't even work when I got home the other day. But who do you call? Maybe we ask our friends on social media. Hey, good idea. Hey, that didn't take long. This one says, great job, Florida Door Solutions. Here's another one. Quick service, Florida Door Solutions. Reasonably priced. There's more. The tech was very nice. Wore mask, Florida Door Solutions. They fixed our roll-up door at our office. Florida Door Solutions came out right away. I guess we found our solution. Florida Florida Door Door Solutions. Solutions. Florida Door Solutions. And celebrating 20 years serving Central Florida with the professional products, service, and installation they've become known for. From commercial and residential to gate operators, they have their reputation for doing the job right the first time. They design, install, refresh, renew, update, and repair garage doors and entry systems on existing and new construction. And they carry the best name brands from LiftMaster, Overhead Door, Haas, Clope, Raynor, and more. Call Florida Door Solutions, 866-FLA-DOOR. Or take the tour online at FLADOOR.com. Florida Door Solutions, serving Central Florida for 20 years. Take the answer with you wherever you go. TheAnswerOrlando.com. Tune in, iHeart, and Radio.com. Breaking news, conservative talk. AM 950, FM 94.9. The answer. We can't walk a mile in their boots. We can't stand guard while they try to sleep. We can't protect them when they're in harm's way. What we can do is honor them. This weekend, we honor the men and women who've given their lives for our freedom. In remembrance, this Memorial Day, we say thank you. AM 950 and FM 94.9, the answer. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. It's great to be with you on a wonderful Friday afternoon, evening. And welcome to our special Memorial Day tribute edition of Blue Darter Sports Central. We have a perfect guest, Lehman Hall. He, of course, is a standout Apopka Blue Darter All-State quarterback and also a member of the Army West Point Athletic Hall of Fame. He served as a commissioned officer in the United States Army. We'll go back to Lehman in just a moment. Before we do, of course, I want to let you know about Dr. Patrick St. Germain and let you know the great people at St. Germain Chiropractic have just been voted best chiropractor for now 16 years in a row. So when you're in pain, I encourage you to get over to see Dr. Patrick St. Germain and the great people at St. Germain Chiropractic. And by Florida Door Solutions, Florida Door Solutions salutes and honors those who gave their lives to defend American freedom and security and they support all who serve or who have served in the United States military. Now, uh, back to Lehman Hall, member of the Army West Point Athletic Hall of Fame and commission of United States Army officer. And, you know, Lehman, as we were talking, you know, when we went to break, you talked about the, the, the grueling process of going through West Point, succeeding, you graduating, you entering the United States Army as a commissioned officer. Um, and at the time that you did, it was I would I, I would term it the immediate post Vietnam era. Um, you know, Vietnam, you know, Saigon fell in 1975. 
if I'm not mistaken, you graduated, I guess, in 1979 or, or thereabouts. So that's, that puts you right, you're right on the heels of that. Can you share, describe what things were like in the United States military and specifically the Army during that period of when you entered the Army as a, as a second lieutenant? Yes, Roger. Uh, I, I would really like to do that. But first, I would just ask you, I'd, I'd like to have the opportunity to read the names of the seven men and boys from Apopka who lost their lives during the Vietnam War. Uh, because this is, it's really special to me um, because, you, you know, and we'll talk about it just in a second, but, but just what was going on during that time and how, uh, how Vietnam veterans were treated uh, when they came back, how difficult it was. But uh, if you if you give me just a second, I please, just want to please. read these names because there there could be listeners out there whose uh, families you know know these boys. I mean, honestly, I don't know them. I don't think I know their families, but I mourn with them and am so thankful for the sacrifice that they gave. First is Eugene Brown, who was a sergeant. He died May of 1970. George William Carter, who was a major, 39 years old, who died April 1972 in battle. Joseph McGuckin died October 1970. He was a specialist for in the United States Army. Earl Philip Somersill died April 1968. He was a PFC killed in a hostile action. Jerry James Tucker, August 1967. He was a private first class. Jackie Elmore Wallace in the Marines died on June 1968 during the Tet Offensive. Robert Keith Whitman died on June 1969. He was a PSC. The reason why I want to read these names is because it really brings home why we celebrate this weekend for those who died. And, and these are our boys from Apopka. And, and when I was in high school, the war was going on. Uh, you know, I graduated in 73. I was totally oblivious to uh, the Vietnam War. Uh, it was really just something you, you saw on TV at night. I know there are other listeners out there where the, the Vietnam War was, was very personal to them. Either they had a neighbor or a son or a relative who uh, was killed, which made it very personal. It was not personal to me in, in high school. I was, I was so removed from it. Uh, but it became very personal when I, when I got to West Point. And to give you an idea about the environment then, uh, as a plea, you know, my mother reminded me that um, that first year when I, when I came home um, over the Christmas holidays, I was advised not to wear my uniform because, um, you know, there could be hostile things that could happen to me. Um, during, you know, my first road trip out to uh, Cal Berkeley, um, you know, we, we drove up with the buses and, and there was a protest uh, and we had people throwing oranges and, 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 and apples at us. 
And, you know, and it was hard for, for, for me to understand then, as it is for me to understand now, that there was a separation between, you know, what people did in this time. They were forced into service, many of them, because the draft was, was on. Uh, so it wasn't their fault. And it, it's so heartening today, you know, when I go to Home Depot and the person at Home Depot says, thank you for your service, uh, be, because we didn't get those things back then. And, um, you know, so my message really to everybody is, is uh, to understand that about the Vietnam era and Vietnam War and Vietnam era veterans, that they did not get the love that veterans get today, and we're so appreciative of it. it. It means so much when someone says, thank you for your service. And, um, you know, and I just wanted to honor those seven of our uh, boys from Apopka who, you know, died during the Vietnam War. No, I appreciate that very much. Thank you very much. And then there's one, I'm not sure his actual address, but I also know Robert Griffin uh, died around 67 or 68. And I know he was a graduate of Apopka Memorial High School, and you know, want to acknowledge him as well. I, I know his family. Well, well, thank you for that. And, and I just used the reference from, uh, you know, from the wall where they, uh, you know, post the city. So he might have been listed in a different city. But thank you for remembering him as well. Friend, you're listening to a special edition of Blue Darter Sports Central with special guest Lehman Hall, former United States Army officer member of the Army West Point Athletic Hall of Fame. And now, Lehman, can you talk about specifically, and we've got about five minutes, um, I guess tactically or strategically, if you will, were there things that that you were actually taught at West Point or or once you became an an officer that um, that, that were related to the Vietnam experience? I mean, because I I know how Vietnam was perceived outside of the military, but I'm curious as how it was perceived inside the military. Well, the Vietnam War was probably the first, uh, you know, war that, that we would kind of view as terrorism today, you know, where uh, you, in some cases you didn't know who the enemy was, and, and you're, you're going from town to town, and, you know, you're fighting in the jungle. It was, it was so different than uh, how, um, you know, soldiers and, and, and how West Point uh, uh doctrine and curriculum thought of war, you know, compared to uh, World War II, World War One, and the Korean War. So, of course, there was a lot of emphasis on fighting in the jungle, uh, and particularly, you know, the Soviet bloc. Um, so, so, you know, we were, we were trained to fight in... Uh, um, you know, in those those kinds of conditions. Uh, during my first assignment as a lieutenant, um, there was uh, the, the Army Jungle School, which is uh, down in Panama, and almost every unit went through jungle school just to, you know, it was a three-week training just to get a really good idea of, of the jungle environment. Um, you know, we also had uh, desert warfare training out in Fort Irwin, California, and um, uh, winter warfare training in Fort Drum. And, and I went through all of those, so you get an idea about, um, 
fighting in those environments. And I just remember, you know, being in those environments and just trying to survive, uh, you know, without having bullets flying over my head. Uh, it was just hard to imagine what it was like, uh, you know, in situations where, where you had a real enemy out there who was, you know, going to shoot at you. But um, a lot of our training at that time uh, was mostly uh, oriented towards, uh, you know, a, 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 a European-type conflict with, you know, frankly, with the Soviets. Um, so you learned about those those kind of tactics, particularly with, you know, tanks and uh, air assaults. Um, but, you know, things have changed quite a bit now because it's more aimed towards, uh, uh, you know, dealing with terrorists and, and uh, you know, very different from other wars we fought. Thanks for great insights, and, and thank you for joining us tonight on this special program, Lehman Hall, Army West Point Hall of Famer. And Lehman, we got about a minute, um, and I'd, if you can do it in, in just a, a minute, i, I got to ask you about another highlight from your high school days. Is there something that, that sticks out you haven't shared with us? Oh, my gosh. Um, mm. Well, I, I've got one. Okay, uh, uh, and this is uh, that great JV team you guys had, that undefeated team, which kind of set the stage oh, yeah. for the Orange Belt Conference Championship. You know, your junior year, uh, beating Alcala Vanguard on the road. You know, to, to cap oh, that, yeah. get that that final victory, and, and finish it off undefeated. Well, that was a great one, and that was a very very cold night, and you know, very big school, well renowned in the state of Florida for their football prowess and. Uh, you know, little old apostle. Of course, we were little back then, right? We're not not nearly the size school uh, today, but yeah, we went on the road to go up there and take them on, and uh, you know, soundly beat them. That that was a that was a great highlight. And I think, like you like you said, it set the stage for a bunch of guys who did realize that they knew how to win and that they could win, and uh, set the stage for good seasons for the next two years. Well, Lehman Hall, th- thank you so much for joining us. It's always great speaking with you, and I especially appreciate you joining us tonight on our special tribute to Memorial Day program. Thank you, Roger, and I thank you for... It's Blue Darter Sports Central. News, opinion, passion. AM 950 and FM 94. 